is good to be back here at Lismore. Every time I've been here, I've been here now to three things. You guys are always eating bacon. Do you ever do anything without eating bacon? I love it. It's a good church to be at. Hey, it's, uh, it's good to be here. Who's already had their... Um, it's good that COVID's over, isn't it? Who's glad to see that going? No, you, you didn't enjoy you enjoyed a bit of COVID? A bit of COVID was not... <laughs> oh, you do work in... What do you work in? Oh, you're a nurse. Okay, so that's... Keeps her, keeps, her, keeps her in the job, she said. That's good. That's cool. That's fun. Hey, who's already had COVID? Here's wow, a bunch of you. Wow, that's cool. Already had COVID. Who's who's got COVID right now? Just <laughs> just checking. Keeping an eye on you people. <laughs> that's fun. That's fun. Hey, the weirdest thing coming out of COVID I've noticed. Um, the weirdest thing I've noticed is the mullet is back. Everyone seen the mullet's back? How good's that? I was wondering, is that a COVID-related incident? Because remember one of the uh, COVID signs was some people lose their taste. and uh... So I was thinking maybe that's what's going on. Any mullets in tonight? Where's my mullets at? No mullets in Lismore? Man, you've changed, Lismore. I love a good mullet, though. To me, it's like I see a young person with a mullet. It's a sign of freedom. It's a way of saying, look at me, world. I don't care if I ever get a girlfriend. It's great. To me, the mullet, it's multi-denominational. It's, it's Anglican in the front, and then it's Hillsong in the back. You know? It's fantastic. I love it. Love a good mullet. It's fantastic. Who here, would, who here is over 70 had... COVID. Wow, good job, sir, up the back. Tough guy up there. Give this guy a round of applause on the back. He's 70 plus had COVID. That's awesome. Good job, sir. You are a tough hombre. COVID virus infected this man. The COVID virus got flu-like symptoms. That's awesome. Good job, sir. We love it. Love it being up here. Hey, my name's Nath. I, um, I am from Newcastle and... Uh, so as a boy, it was my dream to play for the, the Newcastle Knights. And I would have played for them too. It's just I had this problem where I wasn't any good. <laughs> yeah, you had to be really good to play for the Knights back then. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> back then. <laughs> Man, we came last three years in a row. And then we re-signed our players, proving that Winning isn't everything. It was actually difficult for me. Every year I go into the season ticket office. I don't know why. I'm like, hey, can I get like $600 worth of frustration, please? Lady's like, sure, darling. And as a bonus this year, we're throwing in a free hat, stickers, and depression. It's like, oh, it's wonderful. The Knights have tried everything to get us excited about the football, like... They've tried free face painting for the kids, free beers for the dads. I just wish one year they'd try winning, yeah, you know, that could work. I made a terrible mistake too. I I took my auntie Pat to the footy and I was so nervous about it, you know, all the swearing, the binge drinking, public urinating, 
And finally, I just had to stand up and say something. I was like, hey, Arnie Pat, knock it off. It's embarrassing. Uh, I was doing some of these jokes at a church in Newcastle. This guy comes up to me, he's like, Nathan, some of those jokes you said were not very Christian, Nathan. Not very Christian. If you want to do jokes about the nights, you need to do them in a positive way, Nathan. The positive, because Christian comedy is positive. I'm like, how do you do jokes about the nights that are positive? Well, I found a way. Are you ready for this? Uncle Nate's top five positives for the Newcastle Knights in 2022. You ready for this? I mean, I know I've been eating bacon for 20 minutes. Can you guys, are you guys ready to hear this? Yeah, come on. Uncle Nate's top 20 positives, 2022. Positive number one, every match I go to, the food lines are getting shorter and shorter. It's a positive. The Knights kicked a free football into the crowd, which let me see somebody wearing a Knights jersey catch a football. It's a positive. I won a 2022 autographed Knights jersey in a raffle. I was the only one who brought a ticket. Put that in the win column. <laughs> Our team jerseys are the only ones at Rebel Sport Half price. Come on. And the number one positive for the Knights in 2022, they held a skills clinic at my kids' primary school. Some of those Knights players learned some fundamental skills. Come on, put your hands together. That's the top five positives. Man, that guy was right. You can't do jokes about the Knights that are positive. Come on. Hey, I wasn't very smart at school. No one's ever surprised by that. Man, I was in uh, Math 7, but it was hard for me too because I was in Math 7 and uh, we had this really optimistic teacher though, even though I was in bottom math. She was like, listen you boys, just because you're in Math 7 doesn't mean you can't beat Math 1 at the exam next week. If you apply yourselves, okay, apply yourselves. Like, miss, come on, we're not going to beat math one. We're seven. They're like 12 above us. I'll give you a minute for that joke. Actually, if you still haven't got that joke, you're in math seven as well, my people. Good job, sir. Hang in there. <laughs> Don't let the world get you down. I was walking home from a comedy gig at Newcastle, and it was about midnight, I got off the train, and these three guys were walking behind me, and I heard one of them say, let's roll this bloke, and I was like, great, I'm going to get mugged again. I've got this, like, please mug me face, I'm not sure what that is, but then as they got closer, one of them's like, hang on a minute, I know this bloke, this is Naif, we was in the same maths class, come on. Thank you, Lord. So I'd encourage <laughs> if you've got a grandchild in Math 7, encourage them to use it as a networking opportunity. Some of the contacts I made in Math 7 really helped me in later life. Very important. Good times. Actually, um, I, was actually, I was actually bullied in a primary school too, which makes this public speaking hard. These Bullies were like, you're a freckle face from outer space. And I'm like, I can't help that. 
But I stood up to those bullies. It's like, hey, you year six bullies show some respect. I'm 42 years old. Oh, come on. Really? Wow, too much bacon for you people this morning. It's gracious. Hey, um, yeah, I was, uh, I've been married for what? I've been married for 24 years this year. 24 years? Come on, that's all right. 24 years? And uh, yeah, that's good. And even though I didn't finish high school, I'm married to an academic, so it's a bit intimidating. All her friends, they've got like careers, diplomas, they can read good, you know. But being married to an academic has its advantages because we've got two kids. So both my kids are only half dumb. People often say to me, like, Nath, bro, like, what, what do you do, church gigs, Nath? Like, people aren't going to laugh when they're sober, Nath. That's not how it works, bruh. It's not how it works. <laughs> and I always say to those people, <laughs> uh, the reason I do church gigs, man, is because the church saved my life. Um, when I was, I didn't grow up in a church family. I grew up in a, a broken family. My mum was living in another state. And uh, I dropped out of high school at 15 and... Not a single one of my teachers was sad to see me go. Bye. Good luck with everything. <laughs> we weren't even... Uh, my dad's girlfriends, they all hated me. They didn't want me around. Even Kmart, shopping malls, they'd say, get out of here, you kids. We don't want you here. You know, we are just hanging out and shoplifting. But they, no, they didn't want us around, you know. Get out of here. And we had no place to be and no one wanted us around until one day a church just like this one, just like Lismore, came up to my friends and I in the park and they gave us a pamphlet and they said, anytime you guys want to come, you're welcome to come to this church. And at the time, I was like, I'm not going to go to church, stuff that, I'm not going to church. That's how I used to talk. I'm not going to go to church. But then, you know, I couldn't get out of my head that these people want us. Like, no one wants us. Nobody wants us around. And I actually ended up going to this church and I went in there and I couldn't believe it because they had a table full of free cupcakes. Man, I destroyed that cupcake table. And I've noticed today, there's some free cupcakes here. You better get in quick because I'm going to go hard in the paint up there as soon as this is over. It's beautiful, man. And you know what? The preacher said, and he, you can make Jesus the Lord of your life and he can give you a hope and a future. And I lifted my hand and I accepted Jesus as my saviour that day. And that preacher was right. Jesus did give me a hope and a future. And uh, the church was beautiful to me, man. Sweet ladies in the church, they helped me put my resume together so that I could go for a job interview. They fixed all my spelling mistakes. And the adorable ladies, Nathan, you had more spelling mistakes than not spelling mistakes. <laughs> yeah, she was hilarious. But... but and the, <laughs> a lot of the, the, the dads in the church, they uh, got me some nice clothes, so I go for a job interview, and um, man, they just looked after me and loved me, and then they even called me a youth leader, like they called me a leader. I've been called all kinds of things, but never nothing good. They called me a leader, and today, man, nobody bags out the church if I'm in the room, because uh, I call the church my mother, because when my own mother didn't want me around... 
the church. She mothered me, she loved me and gave me a future in Jesus' name. Come on, if that means anything to you. Yeah, come on. Man, but God had a future for me, man. I'm married to an academic. My kids are half smart. I'm hanging out with you guys at a church that just does nothing but eat bacon. God had a future for me, man. It's good times. Actually, once I don't forget when I was a kid, I was, um, I was borrowing this DVD player from Kmart. But, but look, I, before you judge me, I would never steal a DVD player today because I've got Netflix. It's just so much easier. You don't have to get up. <laughs> um, I, got, I, got, I got in trouble for that joke once at a church. Uh, but I like it. It's fun. Hey, see, I'm a pastor as well as this and in a church. And I know what you're thinking. Hang on, Nath. How could you be a pastor? You didn't finish high school. Well, that's easy. I'm a Baptist pastor. We will take anybody. We have the lowest academic standards. <laughs> that's fun, man. But look, as a pastor, I'm getting sick of long-winded, boring sermons, you know. Some Sundays I get so sick of it, I just sit down and stop talking. <laughs> Got to draw a line somewhere. <laughs> Thank you. Guys, I'll be, yeah, good job. <laughs> we like that idea. That's fun. Hey, it's good to be here, though. I was, I was actually, it's weird for me too now because my uh, kid, he goes to a Christian school, which is so different to the public school zoo that I went to. Where's my public school kids at? Come on. Hey, good job. There you guys are. Public school kids. Uh, good job. I encourage you, public school kids, you can achieve your goals as well. If, if I stayed out of prison, so can you. Come on. We can do it. But, you know, there's all these differences, Christian school, public school, all these differences. Like, the principal of my kid's Christian school rang me up because my kid got bit by a bully ant. What? Like, my school didn't ring my dad when I got bit by a bully. It's like so different. My kid's school had a visit from the mayor on careers day. My school had a visit from the police on every day. <laughs> my kid was given a laptop to take home. I took a laptop home. I was not given. It's totally different. My kid's school motto is Christ's life and riches. My school motto was snitches get stitches. It's different. The captain of the school football team is nice to my son. At my school, I got beat up by the captain of the chess club. So different. So different, man. It's crazy. It's weird to, um, I was reading the news, the news is getting weird to start with. I was watching the news, two groups of protesters were clashing. One guy was hitting a guy with a placard. The placard had one word on it, tolerance. <laughs> like, I didn't finish high school, these people are making me feel smart. 
But uh, this journalist was angry and offended because Christian schools, she was angry about Christian schools, this journalist, because Christian schools only employ Christians. It's like, wow, you just discovered that? Of course they do. But she was angry because she said, it's discrimination. And I was thinking, wow, but I've got some other great ideas for future story articles. Like, did you know that swimming schools only employ swimmers? I had to look this one up. The Australian College of Journalism, all of their lecturers are ex-journalists. Discrimination is everywhere. I took my kids to see Disney on ice. Every character on the ice was from Disney. Outrageous. You guys have no interest in this joke. I'm going to forget all about it. <laughs> that one, you know, you don't, you don't care. Don't pretend. That joke's over. There's a lot more jokes, but you, know, you guys aren't interested in that. But it's tough being a pastor nowadays for your pastor. You've got to understand, it's tough being a pastor. So I'd encourage you to give the two guys here, give them a break this year. You know what I mean? They've got enough problems as it is. Yeah, come on. So if you're the annoying person in this church, just give them a break this year. All right. Look, we all know who I'm talking about. Just give them a break. It's tough being a pastor because people are too sensitive. Like, our church did a letterbox drop inviting people to church. We got this angry phone call from this guy. It's like, mate, I'm not coming to your church, mate. I'm not coming. Whoa, all right. I'm not sure what you call those guys in Lismore. In Newcastle, we call them morons. So this moron rings up. He's like, mate, I'm not coming to your church. like, mate, that's fine. I've already got plenty of overreacting nut jobs in my church already. Full up, buddy. And he's like, well, I'm never coming. And then click, the phone went dead because I hung up on him. (laughs) I want to announce this day just in case there's any morons in here tonight. Um, If you get something in the letterbox you don't agree with, just put it in the bin. You don't need to ring anybody. (laughs) I get stuff I don't agree with all the time. Like just before I drove up here, I got a pamphlet that said, personal training. I don't agree with that. But I'm not going to ring the guy. Mate, I'm not coming to your 5 a.m. run through the park, mate. I'm not coming. I'm not going to. I saw personal training once. So weird. Like there's just this muscly guy just herding a flock of overweight dads through the park. (laughs) And he's just yelling at him like, come on, Tony, pick your legs up, mate. Pick your legs up. The dads have got their look on their face like, I think I'm about to die, but I'm more scared of this guy than death. It's terrifying. To me, it looked like I was back in high school, like the jock guys picking on the fat kids. I'm like, leave him alone, mate. Listen, personal training is not a business. It's bullying. It's jocks picking on fat dads and then stealing their KFC money. It's not right. I did that... I did that joke in Perth, uh, and after the gig, this guy comes up to me, this big guy, and he shakes my hand. He's like, mate, we don't bully people, mate. We help people. It's like, whoa. I'm like, he's kind of squeezing my hand. Are you bullying me right now, muscles? And he had this tattoo on his neck that said, only God can judge me. I'm like, well, that's not true, because... I'm not God. 
and I'm judging you right now. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> That's fun. Hey, I've actually, I was teaching my kid how to skateboard. My teenage boy is getting interested in skateboarding. And I was at the skate park with him. And this random teen's like, oh, cool. Look at the old guy riding the skateboard. I'm like, looking around, where's old I couldn't see old guy anywhere. Kid was talking about me. I'm the old guy already. Like, how old are you, sweetie? How old are you? 11. Do you think I look old? See, look at this. She doesn't say I look old. Everywhere else I go, it's like young people have decided I'm the old guy all of a sudden. It's like they had a meeting or something. Man, I, 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 was, at, I was at Baker's Delight using the FPOS machine, and there's a young girl there explaining to me how to use the FPOS machine. It's like, yeah, just, uh, just put your, your card in there. And, yeah, I know. And then I just type your PIN number. I'm like, yeah. And then just press OK. I'm like, OK. <laughs> and I handed it back to her and she went, oh, well done. <laughs> <laughs> well done? How old does this girl think I am? She'll be, oh, it was adorable. We had this old guy come into the shop today. And he, like, remembered his PIN number. And I was like, oh, well done, you. Well done. Well done, you. Well done. I'm not sure why that's funny. It makes me smile. Well done, you. I mean, how old does she think I am? Does she think I grew up, like, in the barter system? Like, when I was her age, I was like, oh, as payment, do you accept goose eggs? They're right here in my wicker basket. Man. And then as I'm leaving the store, I notice a 20-year-old man comes in. And I'm like, I'm going to watch and see what happens. I'm standing at the back. And the 20-year-old guy got absolutely no instructions on how to use the FPOS machine. And he didn't get up. Oh, well done. Well done, you. Well done. No. I'm thinking, this is ageism. This is ageist. I'm going to write a letter. And then I'm like, no. That's exactly what old people do. So instead of writing a letter, I went and bought a can of spray paint and came back at night. <laughs> Just because I'm older than you doesn't mean I can't use FPOS machine. That's ageist. I thought your generation was all about being woke. And I stood back and I was like, oh, damn it. I wrote a letter. <laughs> Tell my kids to, I mean, came up with my kids. Have you noticed toasters are only $7 now? When I got married, toaster was a wedding gift. Now it's an insult. And I'm like, hey, baby, look at this, seven bucks. I'm holding it up. I'm like, this is back, look, back. This is amazing. And as soon as I said amazing, a Kmart worker, teenager, walks by. He's like, yeah, it is amazing. It cooks toast. <laughs> I'm at the... There's a kid at Kmart who thinks I'm so old, I'm amazed by a toaster. Like as if in my day, I was like, oh, babe, I'm just going to put some toast on for the kids, so I'll be in the backyard building a small fire. <laughs> That's fun. It's getting tough, man. People keep thinking I'm old. Everywhere I go, people are thinking I'm old. I was driving to this gig, driving to a gig, and I walk into the service station. I walk in, the doors open. As soon as I walk in, 
A 24-year-old man who works at the servo goes, Oh, mate, toilets are out the back, mate, and they're unlocked. (laughs) He just took one look at this and went, That thing there needs to go to the toilet, I bet. Like, mate, I'm just, just getting some snacks. Calm down a little bit. Getting some snacks. And all these young people were walking in and they weren't getting the toilet offer. <laughs> Check out there and get the snacks. $27 for snacks. I was about to complain about the snacks, but that's what old people do. <laughs> and getting the car and driving along. And the worst thing about the whole experience was I really did need to go to the toilet. <laughs> But I'm not going to let that kid win. I get in the car, I'm driving, my ba- wife's like, baby, are, are we in a car chase? Why are we driving so fast? My wife doesn't actually talk like that, but it's not funny when she talks like that. And I, are we going? I'm like, baby, I, don't, I, I, I need to go to the toilet. And she's like, well, why didn't you just go back there? And I've been married for 24 years, I should know better. I, I told her the truth. And she immediately sided with the servo guy, who she's never met. You're just being silly. He's just doing his job. No, that's not his job, okay? His job description doesn't say operate register, operate pumps, judge people's toiletary needs, and then shout them out in front of everybody. That's not not his job. Driving as fast as I can. I see a driver reviver up ahead. I pull in. There's a line up, the driver reviver. I get over there as fast as I can. I'm standing in a line. This dad's like, hey, how you doing? Talking to this dad. And, and, and I'm watching the latch, and the latch turns, and that's when I went pee-pee in my pants. <laughs> and I couldn't stop. I used to be in full control of this kind of thing. I don't know whether this is an old thing. I'm not sure. <laughs> and, and you know when you pee your pants in public, you're just like, don't worry, knife. No one knows, bruh. No one knows. Just, no one, just be natural, bro. No one knows you peed your pants, bro. No one knows. For some reason, my inner voice is a bogan. I'm not sure why that, why that is. Anyway, and finally, the dad's just, I'm talking to this dad, but he's looking down all the time. I'm like, this must be how women feel. I'm like, excuse me, my eyes are up here. And I look down. Damn it, everyone can tell. Damn you, blue dadum. Anyway, finally, but the dad was so lovely. Like, the toilet door opens and he's like, oh, mate, do do you want to go first? And I'm like, no, I've already been. (laughs) Maybe I'm getting old. Maybe I'm getting old. Hey, I'm, um, I'm, I'm 43 now. I'm just turned 43. Hmm. Really? That's good. Good job, knife. Someone as stupid as you, it's a miracle you're still around. 43, I've turned 43. So naturally, I've started a YouTube channel. (laughs) It's what you do when you're 43. And I I was trying to think during COVID, what could I do? What could I contribute to the world? Because it seemed all the other ideas were taken. And I came up with this idea. Do you want to hear it? You know? It's probably a bit silly. I'm a bit embarrassed about it. But this is my idea. You all right? It's my idea. It was um, like I'm, I'm dyslexic and I didn't finish high school. So I've started doing book reviews. <laughs> but I don't read the books. That would take ages. I just judge the books by their cover. 
And you wouldn't believe it, this layers of stupidity and ignorance that I've created on YouTube has gone to 40,000 people. <laughs> and people have been sending me books to review. Like an author sent me a children's book to review like that. And she said to me, oh, it's a children's book. I felt even you may be able to read this one. I'm like, that's it. I'm going to give you a bad review. (laughs) You just wait. But I've got these little cards if you want to join my YouTube channel and see some stupidity. Uh, Because, you know, I thought it's about time some morons got on YouTube and started saying things. But if you want to follow that, you can get this little card. These are free. This also, you can grab this for free. This says, this is a little fridge magnet. It says, Bogans for Jesus. You can get that on your fridge. I used to sell these, but I met this sweet lady once when I went back to a church gig and she said, every time I see that, I'm just praying for you. I'm like, whoa, okay, I'm giving these out. Everybody, quick, get them. Everyone get one. So stick these on your fridge. And these mugs, they're 10 bucks. This one says, Bogans for Jesus. It's my ministry. This one here says, uh, personal training is bullying. That's a message we really need to get out there in the community. I need your help. <laughs> and I love, I was at a gig once and this uh, pastor came up to me before it and she was from one of those weird denominations and she came up to me and she was like, we're thinking about booking you for a fundraiser, but quite frankly, Nathan, some of your jokes aren't very Christian. I'm like, oh, okay, nice to meet you. I'm Nathan. <laughs> and she sat in the front row, disapproved of everything. Oh, I don't like that. Disapproved. And then after the gig, it was so beautiful. There was, they'd let a box drop 20,000 homes. There was 60, 70 people who had never set foot in church. All these bogan yobs. It was fantastic. They were my people. They understood me. And I actually was walking out in the car park after the gig. I was carrying my stuff. This guy comes up to me and just gives me, like, a beer, like, in a church car park. I'm standing, so you imagine this, this is me in a car park. And they're like, oh, that was all right, Nath, what you guys did. Normally, we don't normally go to church, us. I'm like, oh, really, this binge drinking in the ute? I just assumed you were a part of the eldership or something. (laughs) And then as I'm standing there, judgy, angry pastor lady comes driving by. And I I couldn't do anything because I'm like holding a beer. (laughs) So all I could do was just be like... (laughs) And she didn't book me for her fundraiser. It's terrible, man. <laughs> it's fun. I, I do for your kids. I do recommend you should finish school because um, I didn't finish school. So every time I use the computer, I'm being bullied by spell check. <laughs> spell check. So I was like, Nathan, this word is wrong. So I'm going to underline it with a wiggly red line for you, Nathan. So you're aware that you're wrong, Nathan. I'm like, thanks a lot, spell check. And we're going to right click. Come on, no suggestions! So, Nathan, I know every word in the English language, and what you've attempted to type there is not even close to a single word that I'm aware of. <laughs> but I got some revenge against spell check. Did you know you can add words to the dictionary? Spell check hates it. Nathan, a man of your intellectual background should not be adding any words to any dictionaries. Yeah, yeah, right click, add word. There you go, spell check. You just learn another word. Man, when I left high school, none of my teachers thought I'd amount to anything. But I've personally added over 100 words to the English dictionary. Come on. (laughs) Who'd have thought? Hate me now, high school. Hate me now. 
Hey, I want to share with you guys some of my favorite things uh, before I go. This is, um, I'll tell you one more thing. Well, if you don't finish school, kids, you've got to know this. If you don't finish school, there's a good chance you could work as a telemarketer. That's what I did. And telemarketing is brutal. It's brutal. It's as tough as doing stand-up when people are half asleep from eating bacon. <laughs> it's as brutal as that. And, uh, but, you know, I, this guy was so rude to me. I ring him up. He's like, excuse me, sir, you've called me right in the middle of a family dinner. I'm not very happy. I'm like, well, mate, I'm a telemarketer. Do, do you think I'm happy? He's like, listen, sunshine, you're born a loser and you'll always be a loser. He hung up on me. I'm like, whoa. Took the headset off, went out in the staff lounge room. I mean, the guy raised some valid points. <laughs> One of my coworkers comes by. He's like, you okay, buddy? I'm like, oh, yeah, this guy, he was, was he really rude to you? I'm like, oh, yeah, he, did you stick him on the road wall? Oh, I'm new here. What, the road wall? People who are really rude to us, we stick him on the road wall, and then we call him every single night. <laughs> <laughs> Till when? Forever. I want to show you some of these things before I get out of it. You guys have been fun. It's been beautiful coming here to Bacon Church. It's fantastic. <laughs> Everywhere I go, I'm just like, oh, what are you going to do? This Church of Lismore. Bacon. That's all you do, bacon. Every time I go to eat and bacon, the place is packed. It's fantastic. Hey, I'll check out this. These are, a lot of people collect things. Some people collect uh, stamps. Some people have interesting lives. <laughs> but I like to collect church bulletin fails. When the church bulletin goes wrong. Who's the church bulletin person here? It's not here today. That's good. Let's get going then. <laughs> that's fun. So I'll get on to the next slide. You can see my kids. That's my two kids at home. Aren't they beautiful? Look at them. I miss them so much when I'm on the road. Look at them up there. They're half smart, you know. Let's go. I love them. There's the, here it is, Church Bulletin Fails, next slide. These are my favourites, check them out. A song fest will be held at the Methodist Church on Wednesday night. Whoa! People are scared to let me come and do comedy in church. The bulletin ladies just drop bobs like this. Next one. The pastor will preach his farewell message. And the choir will sing, Break Forth into Joy. What? All right, next one. The eighth graders will be presenting Shakespeare's Hamlet Friday night at 7 p.m. Congregation invited to attend this tragedy. <laughs> They're just little kids. They're doing their best. I once had a review like that. Next one. Don't let worry kill you off. Let the church help. <laughs> We're here for you, Lismore. Next one, Mrs. Smith and Mrs. Rankin will sing a duet, The Lord Knows Why. <laughs> why, Lord? Why? <laughs> Mrs. Peterson invites people from the congregation to join the choir if they enjoy sinning. <laughs> Mrs. Peterson, calm down a little bit. Go and have a cold shower. What's wrong with you? During church, masks must be worn and hands... Satanized. <laughs> that doesn't sound very Christian to me. If your pastor's telling you to Satanize your hands, find another church. Next one. Remember in prayer the many who are sick of our church. 
Help them, Lord. There's so many of them. <laughs> Next one. Oh, this one was about me once in a bulletin. Uncle Nathan will be doing stand-up with a message this morning. He is proof that God can use anybody. Come on, I'm doing my best. All right, next one. The ladies' Bible study will be held Thursday morning at 10. Ladies are invited to lunch in the fellowship hall. After the BS is done? Like, I'm sure the things the women discuss are very interesting. Woo! All right, next one. The Easter service will conclude with Sally Peterson ceremoniously laying an egg. On the altar? It's like, I don't want to look, but I can't look away. (laughs) What's going on? Weight Watchers will meet at 7 p.m. Please use the side entrance through the large double doors. They can use the normal doors. Brutal. Next one. The pastor unveiled the new fundraising slogan, I upped my giving... So, up yours. Thank you very much, you people. I've been Uncle Nathan. You people have been beautiful. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, brother. Have uh, another hand for Uncle Nathan. I don't know what to do. What do I pray now? Or what do I, what do, I do now? <laughs> I'm cautious if I say something wrong, you're going to take it to the next gig, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, look, um, thank you so much for taking the time to come up to, uh, to visit us. Uh, you've, you've packed it in with another, you, you, last night you're up at Tweed Heads and I think tonight you're going up to Rabina, is that right? So you're packing it in. So we just trust that God will really continue to use you in a, in a, in a powerful way over this weekend, but also as you go back to Newcastle. God's will continue to, to, to work through in your ministry and that you'll continue to be a, a blessing to the church. How about it? showing our appreciation? Let me just start, let me just conclude this, uh, this morning in prayer. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We thank you for laughter. We thank you for joy. We thank you that we can laugh at ourselves. We thank you that uh, we can enjoy fellowship with one another. And we just pray that you'll continue to, to work with Uncle Nath as he tours around visiting other churches, also for his work back at his local church back in Newcastle. We just pray that uh, you'll just go with us as we go from here, that we can be an encouragement to one another, knowing the joy that you give us, we can give to other people in your name. Thank you for the opportunity to be able to share with one another a breakfast and this fellowship. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.